and welcome to Be Still Be Free. I am your host, Amber Miller, and I'm here today with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey. Welcome, ladies. Good morning. Uh, We are trying out something new that we hope that you will enjoy. We're calling this a series introduction. Uh, We just followed up the series Be Followers, and we're going to be launching a new series called Be in the Spirit. And we wanted to try giving you guys an opportunity to uh, hear what the next series is going to be out be about. And so today we're going to kind of talk about some of the different um, episodes that are going to be involved with this series, Mm -hmm. why we decided to do a series on being in the spirit, and uh, just a few little teasers about some things that you're going to be hearing about over the next few weeks. So we're really excited about this. I hope that you are too. Um, So let's talk about being in the spirit. Let's just jump right into it. Um, Y'all kind of talked about this being in the spirit. you know, without yeah. me around. So this is actually <laughs> new to me too. That you're not just telling the audience, you're telling me. Um, what was it that kind of drew you to this topic and how did it come about this whole series? Well, it, it started very um, unintentionally mm-hmm. and very organically. Like it was just, you know, converse, like Sarah and I were having, I think literally just having a phone conversation about just mm-hmm. some life stuff, mm-hmm. some stuff with the kids, some stuff that's going on. And, you know, we've had several disturbing tragic situations happen in our country and across the world in recent months and it it was just this very flowing conversation from personal life to oh my gosh what's happening to our country to things that are happening in friends lives and it was this realization of like we as christians we can't just stand back and watch what's happening and cast judgment on it and watch what's happening and talk about it and rant on Facebook about it, whether it's political, whether it's a a global issue, whether it's personal. Um, We need to be in prayer. We need to be in the spirit. We need to be led by God in how we respond and how we react. And it kind of just was this whole like that we just need to be in the spirit more as Christians, as believers. Um, And it was like, oh, that might make a really good series. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so not planned. Yeah. Um, it was just born out of our frustrations with the need that, like, what that we you saw. saw. Well, mm-hmm. and one of the things about when we started Be Still Be Free, part of it was because we felt like people were living in all the. Um, not living in the B words of the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Living in the don't words or just living in the flesh and, and the frustration that that would bring, especially to women's lives and all the striving and all the doing and how easy it is to get caught up in the rat race and how easy to get caught up in the moment. And that if we would stop and let the B words be what kind of guided us, that we would start living more like the character of God. And in that would you would experience freedom, right? right? And so when we were talking about I don't remember exactly what, we, but it was just life conversation, I, so, and we were just yeah. burdened about some of the things that were going on, all the racial tensions, faith tensions, the political, political. tensions, um, and then people who, quote-unquote, call themselves a faith, being on Facebook especially, mm-hmm. it's just ranting and, and not caring whether they're really advocating the character of God or not and no matter what no matter who you are no matter what color you are no matter what faith you are or what party you belong to we are called to live the spirit of Christ and live let the spirit of Christ come through us and and to be you know the gospel really is all about sharing the character of Christ Mm -hmm. um and you are just hurting that testimony when your actions your words 
the life you're living does not reflect that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, in a time where so many people are pointing at the church and pointing at the quote unquote Christians, saying that they don't want anything to do with them, um, we have to be even more cautious at what our reflection looks like because mm-hmm. no matter what we are called to be in the world but not of the world mm-hmm. we are called to be in control of what we're doing um, and to be reflective of God and mm-hmm. we need to take that seriously and it was just a burden for us I mm-hmm. think we had seen a couple of rants we were talking about some things that we were going on in our own lives mm-hmm. um, and we just thought you know what this is a series mm-hmm. people need to be encouraged to be in the spirit they need mm-hmm. to be reminded about what the word of God says because the word of God does, and I'm I we'll talk about this actually in my week nowhere in the bible does it say that it's okay to lie it's okay to be ugly it's okay to slander it's Mm -hmm. okay like never are you vindicated to do those things and yet we're doing them every day well the only time you're vindicated is when you do it to god alone that's right like you can talk right, about to people him. to God. You That's can right. complain to God. Yeah. But He's your never safe zone. He's yep. your only safe yep. zone because you're not hurting your testimony when you're right. talking to Jesus. You, When you're doing it with other people, when you make that a public post, mm-hmm. you are, yeah. you're really showing your colors. And so we're going to talk about that with tongue, and I know we're going to talk about that with being um, sanctified and righteous yeah, as well. Yeah, so, so like some of the episodes that are going to be involved in this series mm-hmm. are be mindful of your tongue, be mm-hmm. sustained, and be righteous. And some of these are more obvious than others. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, like, but I love that mm-hmm. there's, like when I think about being sustained in the spirit, like I know that that's a thing, but I'm really interested to, I don't know the answers to that. Like I'm really interested <laughs> to hear kind of what, what that's that going to be about, but let's start with, uh, be mindful of your tongue, okay. Sarah. That's going to be your week. That's um, gonna be mine. tell me why are uh, you told me a little bit like why we're talking about this, what inspired you, mm-hmm. but what about, I want to know a little bit more like in your own life, like, mm-hmm. is there something that inspired you to like breach this topic? Well, I think this has always been a really, um, sensitive topic for me because I'm, I'm a very verbal person. I'm a verbal processor. I know. Shocker, shocker. <laughs> um, but I also, the, the giftings that I have, I'm, I'm a discerner. And so sometimes I can be low in mercy and I can be really high in words and not always kind words. And if I've been surrounded by a lot of people in my life who are also high in discernment and they're just very cut to the chase and say it as it is. And, and lots of times you may not be wrong, but there's just no... Um, grace or mercy that's put with it. And you know what? As a believer, no matter what our giftings are, no matter what we're high in or what we're low in, we are called to help sustain the body of Christ. We're, we are called to help keep it united, help it to keep it grounded. Um, we Our gifts and our, our um, talents should be used to help build and edify. And so I know that that was a real struggle for me and still is sometimes. I mean, there are very often times I have to go back and I have to apologize. Um, but When I look at some of the things that are happening in the world around us, I think we're missing the opportunity to be Jesus. And we let that mouth get in in the way. And, you know, I have often talked about the verse, the unfading beauty of the gentle and quiet spirit is of great value in the eyes of the Lord. And for me, even though gentle and quiet doesn't necessarily always ensue what's going on with your mouth, because I'm a verbal processor, that is often Mm -hmm. what I'm not gentle and quiet about, right? And so I have to work hard at being gentle and quiet in in what comes out of my mouth um, and how my spirit conveys what's coming out of my mouth. Um, So I have a little zing in me that when I see other people being mean, when I see other people using their mouths not to edify and not to build up, like for me, this 
this is such a core principle. I mean, the tongue can be, is, is mentioned twice in the sins that God hates. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a pretty big deal. And it, I think, you know, one of the quotes, um, that I was going to use in the, in the, in the week podcast says, if only the tongue were made of glass, how much more careful we would be when we speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I think that's just so very true. And so the tongue has so much power to unite and it has so much power to divide. Mm -hmm. And I think when we're talking about being in the spirit that we have to talk about the tongue. Mm -hmm. Well, and where, um, where it was important to me for this topic is so many places I have seen, um, people talking about their church mm-hmm. and their leadership mm-hmm. publicly, whether it's oh, my church yeah. or churches, other places, mm-hmm. I have heard people proclaim their opinions, gossip, like bashing, slander, kind of bashing yes. the leadership, yes. bashing the church. It's happened to my church. It's happened to other churches. And I always come down to, I, I get really fired up. Like I'm going to start yeah. turning red. Um, the church is the bride of Christ. That's right. So when you yeah. start talking about it, you are talking about That's right. Jesus Christ's bride, and he is never okay with that. That's right. Yeah. He's never okay with you doing that publicly. I totally Ever. agree with that. You need to, like, rein it in. You need to turn it over to the Lord. You need to pray about it. You need to ask God to show you, like, the perspective from his point mm-hmm. of view, with his eyes, with his spirit, with yep. his discernment. And um, that is one of the biggest issues that is creating division and why churches are getting smaller and shutting down. Like Mm -hmm. it is just the biggest problem that I see is people's tongues Mm -hmm. about their church and about their church. And we're the body of the church. We are the church and we're slandering one another. And again, it doesn't matter what, what nationality you are, what color you are. If, if we are stating that we are believers, Christ followers, not just quote unquote Christians, I'm talking about true disciples of Christ. If we really know the Lord as our savior, then we are brothers and sisters. We are the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you go to the church down the street or if you go to this church up the hill. We're all still the part of the body of Christ. So if we're putting one another down, we're slandering the, the bride of Christ, and that is yeah. not okay. Not and it's time for us to take that seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing everybody vindicate themselves on why they're allowed to be so malicious and, and unkind ugly. and slanderous because it is not biblical. I don't care who you are. It's not biblical and you can't prove that it's biblical. So I think that our listeners need to be encouraged about their mouths. And Mm -hmm. and, I mean, if you look up something about the mouth in the Bible, there are endless amounts of Bible verses. It's obviously a pretty big deal. And God knew it would be an issue for us. So I think it's that whole thing. Are you living in the spirit Mm -hmm. or are you living in the flesh? And you need to be honest about it. Because if you're living in the flesh with your tongue, it will destroy the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. It will. And Satan knows that. And that's why he's taking advantage of it. We are nothing but the pawns of Satan when it comes to using our tongues. Do you think that... Listen, I could preach. I know. I was trying not to. Well, then Monica got me all upset. My heart was racing and my my chest was turning red. We'll have to move on soon so we can cover all the other ones. And maybe we can talk about this some more in a couple weeks. But I do want to ask, like... What do you think, and we don't have to get too far into this because I know we need to move on, but do you think that some of this is coming from like a disillusionment or like unrealistic expectations being put on the church to be something it's not intended to be or you know like I where do, do you and think this could be a whole a other whole this could be this could be a series <laughs> like i mean everything from the dry cleaner parent you know that drops their kid off yeah like, okay you have oh, one yeah. hour a week to like undo Fix all the damage kid. that i've That's done right. kind of thing and yeah. I, I do think that a lot of people 
expect the church to be Jesus when the church is full of imperfect people. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And the church should be a family. It should be a body. It should be a community. But it can't be Jesus Christ Himself. Yeah. And I think I think we do it without realizing that we're doing sure. it. Sure. Well, know? I think that again we've gotten so focused on the extrinsic factors and the doing, and not the being. The intrinsic mm-hmm. factors, right? Yeah. I think we are so. We are so judgy about people's performances and what they're doing that we have forgotten that it's really who we are, what we're saying, how we're mm-hmm. how we're being. That is really the big deal. It's just yeah. it's that whole it's the cloth over the yeah. eyes, really. It is, and I think too. Um, there's been, I mean, and this is a cultural thing that's happened over uh, the last couple decades, but the people showing up and sitting in pews have forgotten their responsibility in being the body oh, and look to absolutely. one yes. person or two people to fulfill everything yeah. and are coming in as a spectator instead yeah. of a participant That's and right. a disciple. Right. And if you look back at the early church in Acts, everybody was actively the church, right. not just coming and sitting and right. receiving. Well, that's and the church was never meant to be that. The right. church was not meant to be a place where people could come and do nothing and, and just receive, 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 and get pour, filled up, filled up, filled up. Yes, it was to get filled up, but it was because we were going out and making mm-hmm. disciples. We were going out and being right. the gospel. We were getting emptied and that's then getting right. filled instead that's of just right. getting filled and filled and filled and just sitting there. That's right. exactly right. And now it's just, you know, we it's just a completely different, um, the perceptions are so miscued about what the intentions yeah. of the church. And, and I even think what a, what a Christ follower is supposed to be. You know, I think we've got this idea that we're supposed to go on all these raids and rants and we're supposed to carry the cause and um, you know, listen, if there was anybody who was more vindicated to carry a cause, it was Christ himself. And I just don't see it biblical that he went out and carried the cause the way we think that we are supposed to carry the cause and, yeah. and hurt our testimony along the way. Well, I think that, um, that we have to like find a balance with like the church is flawed in so many ways, but she's still beautiful. And mm-hmm. like, we have to defend her, mm-hmm. but we also have to be real about like, you know, the issues in, inside, but those need to be internal, internally handled and not. They need to be handled the way that, um, a husband and wife would handle issues mm-hmm. with each other. Right. Like, which is not screaming grace. at each other in a street. It, right. It's just, you know, sitting down like words at the, <clears throat> there's a proverb, um, a, the perfect word at a well-appointed time is like a, a gold, an apple of gold or something like mm-hmm. that. Like it's the timing, it's the presentation, it's it the is. heart behind it. It's yeah. the prayer that goes into it mm-hmm. before the yep. conversation so that everyone's had it, you know, which is like why we're Lord supposed to pray had... for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. why we're yeah. supposed to pray for wisdom so that right. we understand that they're the timing, mm-hmm. the law of timing. Yeah. So important. Well, and, you know, no, go ahead. like just the whole be still thing. Like, it's okay for us to like get worked up about something and then just pause, and right? Try, you know, let our emotions settle. Let mm-hmm. let the the heat of the moment kind of dissipate, so that you are open to receive just mm-hmm. some clarity, some how to yep. structure, how all of that. Well, there's so much more we could say know, about right? this. I'm excited. <laughs> this really makes me excited. <laughs> um, so tune in to right. uh, be mindful of your tongue. So yep. let's move on and mm-hmm. let's talk about be sustained. Monica, you're going to be doing yeah. this week. Okay. Um, what 
does being sustained mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to give away everything. Um, but I will back up first and just say, like, there was this one morning I woke up at, like, 4, and I couldn't go to sleep. And I was thinking about the verse in Psalms that says, um, cast your care upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. And I was like, I wonder what, like, what does it mean that he will sustain? Like, we cast our care, but what does that mean that he will sustain? And so I just really went into looking into that for my own personal thing and kind of was like, I think this is a podcast. There's not <laughs> much content. Um, but I, you know, with all that is, like we said, so much happening in our culture, in our country, in our world. And I think we are looking to people and we're looking to things to sustain us, mm-hmm. to nourish us, to support us, to carry us. And over and over, God is like, I will sustain you. I will sustain you, but you have a part to play in it first. Yep. And so um, I think the importance of it is things, like it says in Revelation, like things are just going to continue to get worse in the world. Right. It's going to continue to get harder. It's going to continue to get more scary, more frightening. Um, but that's where it becomes more and more vital that we understand what it means that God will sustain us, what it means that his grace will sustain us, what it means that he will be the one to nourish us yeah. so that we always go to him to be the primary source well, and the sustaining. interesting thing about that, right, is I think that that's often what the problem with our tongue is because we're looking at all the wrong things to motivate, sustain, make us happy, um, fill that void. Mm-hmm. And and we're not going to God for the the sustaining. And if we were going to him for the sustaining, we would be able to so much easier process when things are frustrating us to take mm-hmm. the time because we go to him first yep. and we talk to him about it first before we became reactive. Mm-hmm. It's that proactive reactive thing. And if Christ is sustaining you, if God is sustaining you, then your foundation is so much more solid than if you're even looking at the church to sustain you because the church can't, right. a culture can't, politics can't, mm-hmm. the, the world around us cannot, because just like you said, prophecy yeah. is that we're going to continue moving toward the end of times and destruction. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, we've got to get that sustaining yeah. part down pat. If we're going to live freely in a culture of craziness mm-hmm. and maintain and sustain yeah. our testimonies. Well, and to like the word sustain, like gives you a much different picture than like up this up and down kind of like mm-hmm. we all have right. an up and down relationship with the Lord, I think, but the sustaining just seems to be this like constant, constant quiet, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not a mountaintop, not a valley, but yeah. you're just not an ebb and flow, just a continual presence of sustenance. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk about with that week, there's three different ways that God provides sustaining for us. There's three different ways that he does that. And then we're going to also talk about like what happens in our personal lives. What does our life look like when we do not allow him to sustain Mm. us? Like there's emotional issues, there's physical issues, there's relational issues, there's mental and emotional. So uh, we're going to get into in spiritual ones too. So we're going to dive into all of that. I'm really excited about that. It's going to be be really good, good. Good. I'm excited. Well, too. Amber. Yeah. So let me ask yeah, myself so. a question. <laughs> Amber, do you have a question for you? <laughs> what is your question for yourself? Um, what will you be talking about, Amber? <laughs> oh, well, I'll be talking about righteousness. <laughs> so, okay. Um, y'all kind of had decided like righteousness before you talked to me. And I was like, whatever. Here's what you're doing. Sorry. That's fine. Are you? You know, I, whatever. I'm always like get down for whatever. Until I started researching righteousness and I was like, I'm not a theologian. I cannot do this. It's them. too hard. I can't. 
I was like, I do not have a degree in Greek. I can't, I cannot talk about this. It really was a little bit uh, overwhelming. overwhelming because if you like, if, just do it. Just go and type righteousness into Google no and see what you, no, <laughs> no one's going to do it Because now. what you will get are all of these theologians talking about this deep, like right. meaning of these words and what, and, and we'll get into some of that. Um, but. I was like, I don't understand righteousness. Everything I've ever thought is a lie. Um, <laughs> not that bad. But I did have, and I don't know if y'all are like this, but I do have, if I say the word righteousness, if I'm being completely honest and candid, the first like picture in my mind is like a Pharisee. It's like mm-hmm. m- maybe more self-righteousness. It isn't a positive thing. Mm-hmm. It's um, kind of a legalistic view. And right. I know in my spirit that's not what it is because God is righteous. And, and righteousness is something that's required of us. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to not um, automatically have a view of righteousness that is improper to what right. the true meaning of that's the word really is. That's a really good point. You yeah. Know? Um, and so I'm excited about um, kind of diving into it from what I've understood because I've learned through it that righteousness, first of all, is something that we should desire, that mm. we should like. There's a verse, it's Matthew 5, 6, it's, 5, 6, it's in the Beatitudes that says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for mm. they will be filled. And so that was the fact, what I started with, like, we're supposed to hunger and thirst for this. And that kind of seemed counterintuitive. I'm supposed to hunger and thirst for for this, like, you know, being a perfect person, like, is that really what it's supposed to be? But then the deeper I got into it is, is righteousness is not a list of do's and don'ts. It's a right relationship. And so what we're going to be talking about in, uh, in this week with righteousness is the right relationships that are supposed to come from, yeah, aligning ourselves with Christ. And, um, and I don't want to give too much away, but I am really excited. Ah, I'm excited about that. You always have this really neat way of taking something that I think is so logical and turning it into something like the one where you did the beloved and lived series. Oh yeah. And it was all about how the, the blood through the heart and all that. Yeah. The rhythms rhythms of grace. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's my, I don't know. I sit here amongst two very creative people. (laughs) That's why we balance each other out. so logical and black white yes that's why that's why we balance each other out so yeah i'm excited (laughs) about about righteousness um only because i got a lot out of it and i was super overwhelmed by it at first well it's always a benefit to everyone if it benefits us yes yeah it does and i think it's always a god thing when it works out that way i'm always amazed at the things i learn or if i have a topic then i'm like i have nowhere to start with yes i have no idea well, and, and that's why the Lord so made cool. y'all just tell me what uh-huh. it was. Cause I would have said, no, I don't think that one's mine, but you know, I had to <laughs> overcome, something. overcome well, and it did start. Um, and I didn't share this with you because I wanted you to do your, like, I didn't want you to have a starting place yeah. when it came to be righteous, but that verse in Psalms, it says, cast your care upon the Lord and he will sustain you. It's then a colon. And the continuing thought is he will never let the righteous be moved. Mm. And so there's a whole if that? then thing mm-hmm. with yeah. it um, that will be very fun to talk about. Yeah. You know, yeah. In relationship. Which is, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I didn't, I just wanted to see yeah. what God did with it. And that's why, cause I had said I was going to tell well, you. And then cool. I was like, good no, stuff. I'm not going to, I'm going to, oh, I'm, I'm so see glad you didn't. That's yeah. really cool. That's good stuff. Yeah. We'll have a lot to talk about there. It's going to be, it's just, you guys, it's just awesome. How mm-hmm. God does and it, I like that we're doing this because it is cool. I don't know that everyone normally hears how the series Comes like together. come together. And it really is so organic, like yeah. all it the time. So and just is. very, uh, I don't know. I just love how that it yeah. always comes about. 
it's just stemmed from real life and we like say this all the time but like we're just everyday Mm -hmm. women living real life and everyone listening is everyday women living Mm -hmm. real life and this is just I don't know this is just how God kind of does life you get together with people and talk about things and like try to encourage and pursue a Christ-like character um, within those relationships Mm -hmm. and he just I don't know he just does his he just does magic with it and I think that's the point you know I, I tell people and I have friends who ask like do you all talk about the series and stuff and we've said this before like you know we do not get together and talk about what we're preparing. Mm -hmm. We each prepare independently and we show up the day of. And, um, the beauty in that is the way that it all is woven together Mm -hmm. is a beautiful picture of how Christ is ordaining what the conversation is going to be. Yes. He knows what people need to hear. He knows what we need to learn. He knows how it needs to all come together. And so, you know, we are just everyday women, right? And we've posted a Facebook live before we started recording to show you that we are <laughs> just how everyday women. We are. We are everyday Please women. forget that video. I am humiliated. But you can do, anybody can do what we're doing at home. Yes. You can get a couple of girls together and you can have organic conversations yes. over some good coffee or Coke and, um, or Plexus. <laughs> um, and you can, you can do what we're doing and you don't have to have these big, crazy, intensive, deep theological conversations. You can just discuss life, just start and encourage each other Mm -hmm. to become more of who God created you to be, because that's what we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, encouraging one another to be what God created us to be in a culture that doesn't necessarily, um, provide much of that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So, Hopefully everyone will have enjoyed this little overview. Yes. Um, And we have some exciting things coming up too that I wanted to let you know about. Um, So here's some things to look forward to. We are trying out, like I said, or at the beginning of the podcast, just some new things. One of them is we're going to have a weekly podcast. Uh, We had, when we started this, we had a weekly (laughs) (laughs) and we got overwhelmed. We'll be honest. We got overwhelmed by it. So we tried to be and not do and we started doing a bi-weekly yep. podcast mm-hmm. um but this is it's not it's going to be a little bit different um yes. we're going to have some videos that uh-huh. you guys can check out um interviews with everyday women that mm-hmm. have remarkable stories of remarkable. how god has moved and worked in their lives um we're going to have something called d- a deep dive yes um someone tell me about the deep dive we've talked about it <laughs> so- but i want you to explain it because i will not do a good job the deep dive is really an opportunity for our listeners to get to know us and get to know kind of where our struggles are um how this series connects and relates with us um you know someone had made a comment to me one time about oh my gosh you really struggle with that too and I'm like everything that we talk about we struggle with yeah and so I think sometimes we're so content driven that we miss the personal well and in in, in 30 minutes there's only so much that's right to share. So we really felt like, you know, if we've got be mindful of your tongue, be sustained and be righteous, then the deep dive is like, where do I struggle with Mm -hmm. being mindful with my tongue? Mm -hmm. Where do I struggle personally with being sustained by God and and, and being righteous? And so that's a chance for all of us to really share our personal testimony or story in relation to those topics. And I think women like to know other women struggle. Yes. Yes. That'll be our opportunity to just get real, be raw very organically let you know where we're at in the series of ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. I I hope everyone else is too. And I just wanted to also remind everyone, if you haven't yet, please uh, go to iTunes. If you enjoy the podcast, go to iTunes and give us a rating. Uh, Ratings help, um, 
other people to find uh, our podcast if they like podcasts like ours. Um, they they're easier to find us if we've had some ratings, and so we want to yes. encourage you if you like it, go and rate it. It would really help us out a ton. And thank you to the ones who have. Yeah, yeah we've, we've already had some recently, and we just want you to know we know that and we appreciate that. We do. Yes, mm-hmm. and your your words are so kind mm-hmm. and just really um, go a long way. Humbling and, and it's encouraging for encouraging us. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like we have an audience of people that we look out over and we can read faces or somebody comes up and except for Michael, we love Michael. (laughs) Um, And, and so just know that's kind of our way of seeing a face and saying, Hey, what we're doing matters. And so we just appreciate that. We do. All right. We hope that you have enjoyed our first series introduction and uh, we hope that you look forward to being in the spirit. Thank you guys for joining us today. Bye. Bye.